SBS Radio. SBS, a world of difference. You're with NITV Radio, on mobile, online and on radio. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land NITV broadcasts from, Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and their elders, past and present. We also acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander tribes and clans we broadcast to, from the mountains to the plains, from the desert to the sea, from freshwater to saltwater. Yama, Bertrand Tungandami ngaya. Hello, I'm Bertrand Tungandami in Gomorrah language. I'm very happy to be with you this Wednesday afternoon. Now, coming up in your program today, well, uh, this week, Curtin University launched the Carolop Centre for Truth-Telling, providing a permanent home for historic artworks created by Yanunga children of the stolen generations. The launch comes at a crucial time ahead of Reconciliation Week and the 25th anniversary of the Bring Them Home report. It's to be said that the Carolop Centre for Truth-Telling is partly funded by the Western Australian Government. Hence, I'll be joining the program by Tony Booty, Minister for Aboriginal Affairs in the Western Australian Government, and who will be highlighting the significance of the Carolap Truth Telling Centre. Also, Tony Hansen, Chair of uh, the Carolap Elders Reference Group, will join us to talk to us about uh, the new centre, its role in truth telling, healing, and education. Also in the program, performer, academic, artist and educator Tiriki Onas will join us to talk about the premiere of his film Ablaze in cinemas right across Australia as of tomorrow. But first, the latest news on NITV Radio. Australia Day 1972 saw the first Aboriginal embassy directed outside Parliament. The native title legislation must be amended. And they've walked this land so many times before anybody came. I am sorry. And that was uh, Took the Children Away by uh, Achiroch. What a song, a song that uh, encapsulates actually tomorrow's anniversary. The National Sorry Day or the 25th anniversary as well of the tabling of uh, the Bring Them Home report. Now, coming up in the program, I'll be joined uh, by Tony Bruti, Minister for Aboriginal Affairs in the Western Australian Government, and will be talking to us about the significance of the recently ro- launched Carolap Truth Telling Centre at Curtin University. Also in the program, Tony Hansen, Chair of the Carolap Elders uh, Reference Group, will also join us to talk to us about uh, the truth telling's role in uh, tr- the truth telling center's role in truth telling of course healing and education also in the program academic performer artist and uh, educator Tariki Onas uh, will be talking to us about the premiere of his film a blaze in cinemas right across australia starting tomorrow but first we'll be joined by minister tony Booty. NITV Radio, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1pm or anytime online. 
I'm joined on NITV Radio by uh, Tony Booty, Aboriginal Affairs Minister in uh, the WA government. Welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you very much. Good to see to you. Now, we're catching up in the sidelines of a momentous event, the launch of uh, the Carolab Centre for Truth Telling, a centre that will serve as a permanent home for historic artworks created by Noongar children of the stolen generations. Quite a momentous event. Indeed. So these are uh, the drawings, uh, of, as you mentioned, from Aboriginal children who are detained at the uh, Carolup Native Settlement, which is in the southwest region of West Australia, near Katanning, which closed in 1949. The Centre for Truth Telling has been uh, actually uh, created thanks to funding from the WA government uh, amongst other funders and supporters. Well, that's right. Uh, so Lotteries West um, has uh, uh, given a grant of $1.76 million uh, towards the Curtin University's Carolup Centre for Truth Telling, and uh, also um, hopefully there will be uh, private um, contributions to, to the artwork. And, um, yeah, look, it's a great occasion, great um, initiative, and um, looking forward to, to the project going forward. And this comes uh, at a moment, uh, at a really significant moment in the year, uh, when we're just about to enter into Reconciliation Week. Well, that's right. And also um, on this Thursday, we have the 25th anniversary of the tabling of the Bringing Them Home report in the federal parliament. So it's the 25th anniversary of uh, Surrey Day. And uh, yes, that's very momentous. This collection has circumnavigated the world, including a 40-year hiatus in the US where the works were... Uh, undiscovered in uh, storage and uh, handed uh, for actually kind of uh, custodianship um, to the Curtin University. Yes, yeah, so look, um, the, the works were held at um, Colgate University in New York State for a number of decades uh, before they uh, agreed that the artwork should uh, move back to Australia and um, uh, in consultation with the local Noongar elders and they were returned in 2013. And now they have a permanent home, which is also in uh, quite an accessible area in the CBD. Well, there's a combination. So there's a, there's a Curtin University John Curtin Gallery building on the Bentley campus of the university, uh, which has housed the artwork up to now. But um, it will be moving into the um, into the CBD um, of Perth and. Um, which will be the site of the former Native Welfare uh, Department, so it's quite significant and symbolic. You were at the launch uh, representing the Western Australian government alongside uh, the governor of Western Australia. Yeah, the Honourable uh, Kim Beasley, um, very well known uh, formerly in federal politics as uh, finance minister in the uh, federal Hawke-Keating governments and also defence minister, so it was great to have him on hand. And um, he uh, made a very emotional um, speech uh, on the um, on the occasion where uh, I, representing the government, uh, presented the $1.76 million Lottery West grant uh, to uh, towards Curtin's University Carolup Centre for Truth Telling. Now, Minister, I know you're very busy and uh, we caught you at uh, the last minute. Before I let you go, anything you'd like to add, maybe a message out to the community there? Yeah, look, um, I, I would actually encourage everyone to um, come to see the artwork and to engage in this truth-telling project, um, which is really, I mean, the Lottery Reds grant is to facilitate um, reconciliation by engaging in collaborative truth-telling, healing and community activities through the Carol Up 
collection. So I do encourage people to um, to uh, engage in that, and also um, just to um, obviously uh, recognise that uh, this week is very special with the um, National Surrey Day on the 26th and uh, Reconciliation Week coming up. Minister Tony Booty, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today about this uh, momentous uh, event, momentous week actually. My pleasure. And that was uh, Minister Tony Booty, Minister for Aboriginal Affairs in the Western Australian Government, and he was talking to me in the sidelines of the launch of the Carolab Centre for Truth Telling at uh, Curtin University. Also in the, sil- the sidelines of uh, the launch, uh, I caught up with the chair of the Carolab Elders Group, who reference group who have custodianship of the artwork of Noongar children of the stolen generation. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. Tony Hansen is the chair of the Carolab Elders Reference Group and is joining us on NITV Radio as Curtin University has just launched the Carolab Truth Telling Centre, also the permanent home for artwork created by Noongar children of the stolen generation. First of all, welcome to NITV Radio, Tony. Thank you, Bertram, and uh, it's privilege to be here with you on, on air today. They just launched uh, Carolab uh, Truth Telling Centre comes at a momentous time, especially as we are approaching uh, Reconciliation Week and uh, also the anniversary of the Bring Them Home report. The theme of the centre, its purpose, also encapsulates uh, these events. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and just a little history on the artworks. The artworks were done by children of the stolen generation, as you mentioned. These are children that were, you know, aged around uh, nine years of age to 13 years of age. These were younger kids that were, they found an opportunity in their artworks. They found through all the trauma that they were faced with and going through, that somewhere in the deep darkness of the trauma that they were facing, that they found uh, the beauty of their artworks. It was a very significant uh, moment, opportunity, where the missionaries of the time, Mr and Mrs White, were requested to come and work with the, the kids at the institution, known as Carolup Native Settlement, which is about nearly three hours away south of Perth in Western Australia. So Mr and Mrs White went there to work with these kids and to look at an opportunity to see if they could engage and connect and look at other opportunities to to empower or work closely with the kids. Because at that time of the history of this institution, there were mainly females working at this institution. So Mr White was going to be one of the first men working with the young people. And, and that's... You know, the history of it is the, these kids did these amazing artworks and then the artworks um, are related and affiliated with um, the Carolup Centre for Truth-Telling. We want to ensure that the messages of the truth-telling of not just the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's history of this country, but this history is all Australians' history, the untold history of the journeys of forcible removal of Aboriginal children into institutions. The stolen generation, arguably one of the darkest stains in Australia's uh, history, of course. We can't fix what happened, but I believe uh, 
truth-telling is part of the healing process. Exactly. And, you, you know, part of healing is without truth, you can't have healing. Without justice, you can't have healing. And what we stand for is a part of the West Australian Stolen Generation Aboriginal Corporation here. We have a, um, a program called Yokai, Yokai Healing Our Spirit. And that's what it's about. It's, it's about telling the truth and raising that awareness that has never been uh, taught in the schools, within the, the universities. And this is a great opportunity and the great partnership that we have with the Curtin University, the Colgate University in Upper State New York, that have worked closely to form a Carolop Elders Reference Group that will guide and tell the truth of the artwork, but also guide and preserve and protect these special artworks that have finally come home back on Noongar country and here where they were, you know, done many, many years ago. You know, it was, the, you know, sadly these artworks left our shores in, in the 50s and probably the late 40s and um, finally are back home on country and um, it's a wonderful opportunity and partnership that we have with Curtin and Colgate University that has allowed us to establish this Carolup Elders Reference Group, to be the reference group to guide and preserve and, and protect and to tell the stories of uh, a profound group of children, a profound group of children, children that are known as the Stolen Generation. Yeah, you just mentioned something very important there. This is an artwork that has travelled right around around the world and finally is back on Noongar country under the custodianship of uh, the Karolap Elders Reference Group. It's quite an amazing development after so many years, but that's not the end of it. You know, for us as Noongar people here, the Noongar nation, it's, it's exciting. We know that the journey of the 65 years traveling to the UK and then you know finally um, uh, the purchaser of the time Florence Rutter divorced the, the, her husband at the time and, and she decided that she'd sell other stuff but she didn't want to lose the artworks. She protected the artworks to ensure that they stayed together and she finally found a buyer, a man by the name of Herbert Mayer from Upper State in New York. And Herbert Mayer came across to the UK and um, he purchased the artworks off Florence Rutter. And, and a, on a, you know, in a, probably there would have been some discussions around those artworks in, in ensuring that they, they're not separated, that, that they're not lost. And I'm quite sure that Florence would have shared her stories and her experiences because Florence, when she did come to Perth, Western Australia, she did go down to Carolup. She did meet these boys and girls. She met the artists. She saw them. She saw the, the, the profound work that they were doing as a collector of art, a prominent lady in the UK, you know, that she, she saw the beauty in these artworks. She saw this, she probably would have seen the sadness in these kids but she saw the beauty in their artworks. And, and for me, I think, as a child of the stolen generation myself, and to be the chairperson of this group, and to 
know and to know that I've also grown up on the same land in the same institution as these boys and girls that did these amazing artworks and knowing that through the history that we found that some of these people were related to us they were our uncles they were our aunties we had a cultural connection we were family but we're also part of the stolen generation that profound group of children that were sadly taken and that impact that affected not just the stolen generation people of Western Australia, but right across this country. The launch of the Carolap uh, Truth-Telling Centre was attended by dignitaries, including the Governor of Western Australia and the Minister for Aboriginal Affairs, Tony Bruti. And uh, some of the Minister's words really caught my attention. He said that the Carolap Centre for Truth-Telling would be a space for change and the Centre's ultimate goal of reconciliation adding that um, genuine reconciliation requires that the Western Australian community recognize and respect Aboriginal people, acknowledge past injustices and ongoing inequalities, and also commit to working toward a more equitable future. These are really powerful words. Yeah, just to mention, the centre is not just a home for the artwork. It's also a centre for truth-telling through learning and education. Yes, it is. It's, um, you know, it, I think, you know, when the minister did speak on the day, and it's it's learning from our past and ensuring that we don't do the same practices again in terms of the removal of Aboriginal children. We know that the, the profound effect of the stolen generation, we know that, that, that that's a ripple effect in our community today. We know that you know, this centre for truth-telling will be a great opportunity, a great space, not just for the Noongar people of Western Australia, but this is a great opportunity for all Western Australians, all Australians and all people from all parts of the world to come and to join in and to be a part of what is a an historical moment, I, I believe, in our history here in WA, to have a centre and to have a university like Curtin University that is willing to work with us and to support us around the truth-telling, it's really, it is reconciliation. It's reconciliation at its highest. We think about the theme of reconciliation this year. Be brave, be bold. And this is what this is all about. This is recognising and respecting the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people of Western Australia in the past injustice and we know that we are committed to working harder together and you know the minister and the governor and the governor was so passionate about not missing out he heard about it the day before and he, he stopped and he rescheduled everything to ensure that he was here at this presentation and this announce, announcement um, the governor will be leaving soon the government house here in Perth and here we're retiring and um, we're hoping that the governor will become our ambassador for the Carolup Truth Telling Centre. He's made a commitment and now we, we um, are working closely with the governor and his, uh, his people to ensure that he fulfills this role. He is so passionate and committed to ensuring working with the Noongar people in the, 
the Carroll of Centre for truth-telling. And truth-telling has to take place. This is a small symbol of artworks that have brought people, brought a lot of connections from people right around the world. And today we are really honoured and, and graceful, great, gracious for the great work and the commitment done by the Carolop Elders Reference Group, the Curtin University, um, and the, the Vice-Chancellor, the previous one, the current one, and we, we appreciate and acknowledge all the great work that they've done. And even with our, our partners in Colgate, through Colgate University in Upper State New York, you know, we are so blessed and humbled to have great people there in New York supporting this. And, and, I, and you know, I believe that the people of Colgate University will be only really humbled and blessed to hear the announcement of um, this grant and this funding coming to the, the Centre for Truth-Telling. And that was uh, Tony Hansen, chair of the Carolab Elders Reference Group, talking about the recently launched Carolab uh, Truth Telling Center. We'll learn more about this center right after the break. Join the conversation on radio, online, and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. Welcome back. And now we continue the conversation with uh, Tony Hansen, chair of the Carolab Elders Reference Group, and he'll be talking to us about the recently launched Carolab Truth-Telling Centre at Curtin University, which is also the permanent home of artwork by uh, Nunga children of the stolen generation. Join the conversation on radio, online and mobile. You're with NITV Radio. The centre will be headquartered in Perth CBD at uh, Curtin University's main campus, but it will also have regional offshoots and regional campuses as well in places like Algoli and uh, the Midland as well. It will be present in as many places as possible. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's, that, that's a wonderful thing, isn't it? You know, sharing, the, sharing this journey and sharing the truth and, and ra- it's really raising the awareness and the impact of... Um, you know, through art, through art, this is what we're doing. We're raising that awareness. Uh, again, it's a great opportunity because we know that a lot of people in WA, you know, they were sadly taken from their people and their land and their parents and brought to Moor River Native Settlement. They were brought to Carolup. Carolup and Moor River were one of the two largest settlement sites here in WA. So it was great to know that the partnership we have with Curtin that will enhance that learning and awareness and, and bringing it to those communities where Curtin have their current establish, establishments. And finally, one thing that is uh, really important uh, in the Colorado Centre for Truth-Telling, it is that uh, it's about educating the younger ones, future leaders, the 5 to 12-year-olds. Uh, this is crucial to ensure knowledge is passed on and um, make sure that uh, something like what happened uh, never occurs again. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, about the education side of the centre? Yeah, and I think part of that education is um, through the artworks already, what we've done is, you know, that we were doing this before COVID came. We were linking in with Zoom teams and we were having these Skype meetings with a lot of countries around the world. So part of the journey that we've done at Curtin is our staff have been working very tirelessly and weird sort of hours to share this story 
of the Kerala Parkworks, the story of the stolen generation, and we shared that with, I believe, with nearly every country in the world, right around the country, so right around the globe, and, and that's for us is a wonderful opportunity. It's raising the awareness on an international base, and now what we're doing is we're going to raise this awareness um, locally within WA and right across the country of Australia to ensure that we continue to educate our young people so that they actually get an understanding of what happened and what was some of the, the, the real truths that took place in this country and the forcible removal of children. We know it's genocide. It is genocide and it's something that we don't... Um, we're not happy about it as a country. And, you know, we see where large portions of people are taken and removed of country. We know that that is genocide to its uh, to the degree. We hope that through this ongoing learning that we'll bring schools through. We will bring uh, lots of classrooms. We have planning for the, um, the, the, the parking at the front. So people, when they come into the gallery, in the centre of truth-telling, they have to come past all of this. The redevelopment of this building is going to be unique, it's going to be special, and everybody that enters the gallery will enter the Carolup Arts and the Carolup Truth-Telling Centre first. And what we want to do eventually is we want to capture not just Carolup, because we know that we had a lot of institutions in Western Australia, so it becomes the hub of truth, justice, and healing. It, it captures all those institutions that were implemented in this state by A.A. and Neville, because we had 100 more institutions than any other state or territory. So we, won't, we just don't want to focus on Carolup, but we want to focus on every centre, so that we have silos in this amazing, unique uh, centre that will raise the awareness and raise the stories of all these children that were removed and placed into all these different institutions and that were impacted and affected in one way or another. And we know that we listened to Brother Archie Roach in his songs, you know, Mission Road took the children away. And we know that children are still finding their way home today. We know children are still, uh, you know, sadly taken overseas and, you know, sadly have never come back home. We know children have also uh, been adopted and some of those children are still finding their way home today. And people are still learning and people of the stolen generation are trying to make the connection back home to country, back home to their people and their culture to ensure that they have a connection. We know the impact of the intergenerational trauma has had a huge effect and we're just so grateful and and blessed and humbled that we have the commitment from the lotteries here and the minister. We have the commitment of the Curtin University and Colgate University, and most importantly, the children of the stolen generation that were connected to Carolop. And Carolop in the in the fifties became known as Maribank Baptist Mission. So all those children that entered that place have a connection to these beautiful artworks, and many of them, as we, as I mentioned earlier many of those artists are actually our family members but as stolen generation children we call ourselves as a family and we are one we are profound and we are unique and, and 
you know, that, that means that we have three families. And, and as I always share with truth-telling is my mission brothers and sisters are my first family. And it's so important that we stay connected and united together. But it's a wonderful opportunity. This is going to raise that awareness in all these campuses. And we hope that throughout the truth-telling journey of being brave and being bold, that we will share this knowledge and that more Australians and more international visitors become more curious and want to ask those questions. What happened to the Stolen Generation people? Who are the Stolen Generation people? And we've just seen on the weekend here in Perth where the Fremantle Football Club and the Collingwood Football Club and the AFL embraced uh, the Stolen Generation people here where the Stolen Generation people became the guard of honour for the two clubs to run through the same banner in honouring all Stolen Generation people of this country. That's never been done before. That sort of uh, opportunity where two clubs run through one banner is only done on Anzac Day. And that is a great, um, great move by the football clubs, great initiative, and that's been bold and brave. And that's what reconciliation is all about. Tony Hansen, chair of the Corrupt Elders Reference Group. It's been a pleasure talking to you and learning about the Corrupt Truth Telling Centre, its launch and future plans. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much, Bertrand. It's a real pleasure and honour to be here on radio with you today. That was uh, Healed Together by Christine Anu, also featuring Philly, Mindy Quanten, and uh, Radical Song, Radical Sun. A song about healing coming to you this Wednesday, May 25, just a day before uh, National Sorry Day. Coming up next, a conversation with uh, with Tariki Onas, ahead of the launch tomorrow in cinemas right across Australia of his film Ablaze. The film Ablaze is about uh, Bill Onus, the first Aboriginal filmmaker and Indigenous rights campaigner. 35 or 36 cinemas around the country. Um, you can find details for it online. It will, it will be having a release throughout Reconciliation Week, so there will be multiple showings at, um, at most of the venues here. Uh, in and around Nam and around Melbourne, there's places like the the Lido, the Cinema Nova, the Cameo Cinemas. Uh, right, but every state and major city has got at least uh, at least three or four venues. Some some a few more, some a few less. But it will be right across the country uh, from the 26th and um, and in every major city and and uh, quite a few of the regions as well. Yeah, because I remember we spoke to, we I spoke to you when uh, it was right. launched uh, earlier this year, and then during the international documentary festival, the, the ACMI. Can you tell us a little bit more? Certainly. So, uh, Ablaze has been a journey of well, about seven years, from a a film that we found in the archive in the National Film and Sound Archive in, in Canberra which had no label, no soundtrack for it. It was only nine and a half minutes. It was called. It was just labelled Aborigines in the Community, and that was it. It was brought to me by my dear colleague and friend, Alec Morgan. We didn't know each other then. That was how we, we were introduced to one another. 
and in it was was my family my immediate family all the way through my my grandfather my great uncle my other uncles and aunties and we had an inkling back then that my grandfather bill onus who was a filmmaker had had a hand in it and so over the course of of about six and a half years we indulged ourselves in a bit of a detective story of going and trying to find the provenance of this film and to paint a picture of the world in which my grandfather bill onus and other activists and artists were working at the time it's quite a journey it involves international uh, intelligence agencies governments it's even walt disney makes an appearance at one point in the story but it's an extraordinary story of resilience and commitment and an uncompromising and unwavering commitment to expecting and wanting better in this world it's the story of my grandfather bill but it's the story of so many of his contemporaries and others who were doing the same work at this time and making incredible change under extraordinary duress but building the organizations that we now all of us celebrate and go to the, the same organizations that support us as first nations communities now were started by these extraordinary elders back then we've been able to to get alongside some of those elders who are still with us people like Arnie alma thorpe uh, uncle colin walker up on the audio country they've shared their knowledges and their histories and i'm incredibly grateful to all of them because they've been so generous with their time and with their with their stories and now we've got this amazing legacy for for future generations to be able to to hand on and and tell stories of unwritten parts of our history and untold parts of history that are so very vital i think not just to us as aboriginal and torres Strait Islander people but vital to us all as a society there's so much strength there that we could take yeah and bill played a role in documenting actually uh, the history or what was going on as uh, the first uh, aboriginal filmmaker that's correct yeah Thank you very much for your company on this uh, Wednesday, May 25, on the eve of National Sorry Day and the eve of the 25th anniversary of uh, the Bring Them Home Report. Bertrand Tungandame, I am Bertrand Tungandame. Have a great afternoon. Till next time, bye for now. Yalu. To hear more stories like this, listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.